Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa. And we are sisters. Welcome back. We are in our third, fourth? Fourth. Fourth Fourth episode of our (laughs) mini-series on comparison. I am accurate on that. (laughs) We're talking about comparison in this mini-series. If you're just joining us, we have done, obviously, three other ones before this. We first talked about the dangers of a comparison, comparison in marriage, comparison in um, parenting, and now finances. Finances can be a hefty Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) So I know that we have some points that we're going to talk through, but... I will just say that I have spent a lot of my adult life learning how not to compare because uh, uh, finances, because um, I know I've shared with you guys that Bill and I went through a significant amount of time where we really struggled financially. And it wasn't necessarily to making bad decisions. It was more like economical things and things out of our control. And obviously there was some decision making in there that we probably could have gotten gotten right a little bit better. But um, we were surrounded by people who we're not in the same boat as us right. who made really nice money and got to buy new things and go on vacations and do all those things. And so I was in a, I spent a lot of my time having to learn how to focus on God. That's what it seems like. We just always come back to that. <laughs> so odd. In, our life. in a Christian podcast, <laughs> that, that would be our focus. Jeez, we're like a repeating record. Your broken record here. Focus on God. Focus on God. But that is true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is. And, and it, it, and so I'm excited to talk about this one because I know the pain that comes to you when you focus on comparing finances with other people. And I know the freedom and the joy and Mm -hmm. the ease that comes to your spirit and your soul when you stop. Mm -hmm. So amen to that. Well, and also I do want to say both Melissa and I have lived seasons of our marriage where we have very little, like very, very little, like can I afford a gallon of milk? Little. And we both have had seasons where we've had we're more. We're more than little. <laughs> we can have four gallons of milk. We can have <laughs> lots of gallons of milk. We can plan vacations and get new cars and things like that. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, come at this from a vast and broad understanding of finances. And yeah. um, so yeah, that's kind of just I think it's important to say like we're not just like these wealthy women who've never experienced non-wealth. And we're also not these mm-hmm. poor women who've never experienced wealth. Um, yeah. yeah. So the thing with finances is when we compare, it says we're not happy with our own finances, right? It's like right. we're not grateful right. for what we have. These are the same things that we've been saying yes. in the other one topics. But not everyone that we compare ourselves to is happy with their finances either. Ecclesiastes 5.10 says – Whoever loves money never has enough. So if money Mm -hmm. is like the love of your life, you never have enough. It's true. Not whoever has money, whoever loves money Mm -hmm. never has enough. And the truth is, is like, that's a problem in our life. And I want to, I want to clarify when I believe when it's saying loves money, it's not like, cause you can be grateful for your money. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When we have moved into a season where things got easier financially, I have loved that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have been grateful for mm-hmm. that. So I want to just clarify, yep. I really believe what it's saying is when it, right, Rachel said, when it is your priority, when it is your main focus, when mm-hmm. it is what you want above and beyond anything else. Exactly. That is Exactly. Because the second part of that verse is whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too Mm -hmm. is meaningless. It's it's not that you cannot like and appreciate having money and Mm -hmm. having money to share and having money to spend and having money, you know, 
to do things. It's not that it's that like you're saying, whatever is your priority. So, you yeah. know, if weight loss is your main priority, if having the newest phone is your main priority, guess what? A new phone's always going to yeah. come out. Having the best car. Well, yeah. guess what? Someone's always going to have a nicer car. I mean, literally right. there's always going to be someone with a nicer car, yeah. whatever it is that's yeah. like driving you. And if finances is your thing and comparing yourself to finances, it is a problem because you're never going to yeah. be satisfied. And on top of it, you're comparing yourself with other people who might also not be happy with how much they have, right? It's like, what did we talk about? A train of misery in the first episode? Like no one's ever going to be happy if you're just always pointing to someone else who has what you want, but everyone can always point to someone else who has what you want. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a way to live. Exactly. So the second point we have is God decides who gets what. I know that seems crappy and unfair, especially if you're not if in If you the- can't see my face. I'm giving a face like that's a rough one. <laughs> she is exactly one making really that face. Follow. <laughs> I mean, the truth is, is like we live in a world where people can go to school for the exact same amount of time and one makes $500,000 a year and one makes $80,000 a year. You know, pastors make yep. usually not a ton and then like lawyers make a lot. Like at the end of the day, God decides what to call you into, like what path you should be on and, mm-hmm. and what your family is going to take from it. And well, and not only does he decide, it is his. It is his right. money like mm-hmm. that he is allowing us to use. Right. And I think that when we can look at our finances, that has been a game changer in my mind years ago when I was struggling is like, okay, whether I like my financial situation or not, whether I understand why this is where we are or not, this isn't even my money. So he's just right. giving me this money. Right to use. Mm-hmm. So Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, but remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Like he has decided, mm-hmm. honestly, I, there are some people I know who are like, mm, the Lord knew I wasn't to be trusted with and yeah. then pick something like wealth yeah. or my one mm-hmm. friend with large boobs. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what? he knew if I had large boobs as a child, as a high schooler, as a college student, I would have been very untrustworthy with that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We can't know what God has decided. We cannot know what he knows. Well, one of my favorite parables is where the guy comes to the farmer in the morning and he's like, I want to work for you today. And he's like, great, start working and you'll work for a dollar. Let's say I'm just Mm going to paraphrase. And then two hours later, another man comes. He's like, I want to work for the rest of the day. He's like, great. You can work for a dollar. At the end of the day, like another guy comes, he's only working for a couple hours. He gets paid the same. And the guy in the beginning is like, wait a second. Right. Well, you gave them the same amount as right. me and I was here all day. And it, But it's like, well, but you said yes to it. Like you that knew was the terms of the agreement. Too. Yeah. Exactly. The rest of them had nothing to do with it. This is right. what, whoops, sorry. This is how I wanted to do the wages. And, and so I just, I think about that a lot in regards to this. Yeah. Like, uh, our income and the way that I spend money and your income and the way you spend money and mm-hmm. the my neighbor's income and the way mm-hmm. it's all between us and God. Exactly. It, it has nothing not, to do with each other. It is not a community issue yep. in any way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and right. the truth is, is like, so we have this friend who like loves to shop and she shops all the time and she's great at giving gifts and she always has an abundance of things to give away. And, and we actually have an aunt like that too. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, we could be like, oh my gosh, I just wish I could shop that much. I wish I could spend, you know, all that money. And I wish I could have those new clothes. But the truth is, is like, maybe it causes an issue in their marriage. Maybe it's an issue of sin. I'm not saying it is. The point is, is like, we could look at someone else and be like, I wish I could have that, but maybe it's actually like a stumbling block for them. Right. And if that friend or that aunt is listening, I don't 
think that that is true. I'm just saying you never You're know. You're just giving an example. Absolutely. Well, or like you could look at another, you know, couple's finances and be like, oh, they're so lucky that they make so much money. And yet the wife could be like, I never see my husband. He's a workaholic. Right. He's never mm-hmm. home. Yeah. He brings home good money. Or mm-hmm. you could have it where they're they're making really good money, but there, maybe there's an abuse in the marriage or right. unhealthy. Like we don't – money does not represent the mm-hmm. ultimate success. Like exactly. it is not the thing that defines we're good. Like Right. And, and so – Yes. Well, and, and the flip side is you could be like that husband is home all of the time. Like I wish my husband could be home that much, but maybe the sacrifices that they make less money, like, you know, and hasn't chosen a career where it's going to be tons of travel or, you know, the truth is, is like, it's just, just, there's so much to it that we don't know. And it's not our business. It's true. It's true. And the more we can remember, like it is God's determination who gets what and who gets it when like that, then it just becomes not our business. And I think that's super important. Mm -hmm. And then our last point is like desiring wealth above all is Mm -hmm. by definition greed. Yes. Because Rachel and I were talking before we started and we were just kind of going over the notes and I said, I don't want to communicate that desiring wealth in and of itself is sinful or bad because I I have desired wealth for a lot of years because there was things that Bill and I wanted to be able to do financially for other people, like mm-hmm. take care of other people. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, of course it would be nice to like not have worried about money, but it was mm-hmm. bigger than that. Like we really, really wanted to adopt for a lot of years. And that was something we tried to do several times. And like, we, you know, we love when we, okay, this doesn't sound weird. We love when we see a need and then we can fulfill it. I don't mean I love seeing a need. I hate when right. people are in need, but when we can- How fortunate for me that you have a need. <laughs> I have just been wishing that I could fulfill a need. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that sounds really weird. <laughs> I never would have heard it that way, but I love that you disclaimered it anyway. <laughs> and so I just want to say that if you're in a place where you are working towards making more money, especially from a- taking care of other people's standpoint, that is, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, but of course the Mm -hmm. thing is, is that it can become our main focus and, and, and we can become greedy. And and what happens a lot of times, unfortunately, is the more money we make, the more we hold on to it, the more right. So I swear some of the wealthiest people I know Mm -hmm. are the the stingiest people I know. Mm -hmm. And it's gross to watch. And so, I mean, it reminds me of the, the woman in the Bible who she had one penny and she gave away her one penny Mm -hmm. and the fair, the the rich men around her were making fun of her because she only gave away one penny, but that's all she had. She gave everything she had. She Mm -hmm. gave everything she had, whereas they were like holding on, they were bragging, you know, basically because they They could give so much more. Mm -hmm. They had so much more that they weren't giving. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And the truth is, is like desiring wealth above all greed it brings problems down on us all. I mean, Jesus talked a lot about money and the problems with not money, the problem with the love of the money, love too of money. much yeah. love of money. And Proverbs mm-hmm. fifteen twenty seven says, whoever is greedy for unjust gain troubles his own household, but he who hates bribe will live. Bribes will live. So like whoever's greedy and like at whatever expense, whatever cost I can get there, that brings trouble on our household. It does yeah. not end well. Like it's so important to keep our hearts in check about yeah. all things. Yeah. And money is definitely one of them. Absolutely. And, and then comparing, like we've already said, we believe biblically like that comparing is a sin. It is not in God's will. And so when God decides who gets money, how much you get, when you're going to get it, it's between you and him. He says, hey, don't have this great love of money because you're never going to be happy with what you have. You'll never right. think you have enough. And also if you're, you know, aiming for greed – at any expense, you're going to bring problems on your household. Like 
all of this is why we just need to mind our own business when it comes to other people's finances because we have no idea how God's using finances in their house, what problems they're having, you know, what it looks like on the outside isn't always what's going on on the inside. And that's why it's for us to stay in our own lanes and keep our eyes on Jesus and what he wants for our household or our family or, you know, if you're a single person just for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have a challenge for us or is it kind of like the same as the other one? Yeah. I think we're just kind of on repeat. Broken record again here. <laughs> just really evaluate and see where where do you maybe um, compare and uh, and how can you eliminate that from your life and, and, and how might that bring freedom? Oh, freedom. 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 <laughs> That's from I think the movie – Pharaoh or Joseph or I think it's Joseph. I always liked that part. And uh, I don't know why I felt I had to sing that right now. <laughs> I was just typing along our challenge and you said freedom. And it, just it was spirit led. We'll just go with that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, anyways, yeah, I think it's important for all of us to do our due diligence of search me oh heart. Search me hard. Oh my gosh. Search my heart. Oh Lord. <laughs> Search my heart, oh Lord, test Uh me, know my thoughts, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, lead me in the right path, the right direction. And that is my paraphrase, but it is for each of us to ask God in all of these areas, where am I not, where am I not on course with you? And like, correct me. So Mm -hmm. all I want to say is that it is easy to feel justified in Mm -hmm. the frustration when you are struggling financially, especially when you're doing all the right things. Um, You know, my husband and I have not had credit cards for 16 years. We, um, we worked, did Dave Ramsey for years and years and paid off $150,000 in debt or whatever it was. Like we did the right things. We lived on a budget. We, and things were so hard for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, And what I can tell you is that living in that place of comparing and being frustrated about what it seems like other people are getting to do when it feels like you can't, A, you're missing out on anything good going on in your life. Because I Mm -hmm. promise you, God is blessing you even if you don't see it. Because even if it's coming at an avenue that maybe you wouldn't have chosen. Like So for example, for a long time, Bill and I could not afford to do hardly anything extra, but God would take care of us through other gifts from other people, which were ridiculous and amazing and like over the top sometimes. Mm. And if we weren't careful, we could have like been like, I well, but we didn't want to pay for that on my own. And exactly. Mm. And that's something I had to fight through is like, well, I don't want to have to get a gift from somebody. I want to be able to do it on my own. And I really felt like God was like, that's weird. Like I'm taking care of you. Why does it matter how I'm taking care of you? How, why does it matter how I'm blessing you? If it's whether right. your direct paycheck or someone giving you a gift. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. And it changed my heart completely mm-hmm. when I stopped because I just felt sad all the time mm-hmm. and I felt confused and I felt hurt. Like I felt well, hurt. And you were like, why do they have the money to help us when all we desire is to have the money to help other people? Mm-hmm. And yet I would have wanted someone to take the gift for me if I had the Absolutely. money to offer to someone else. Mm-hmm. And I would have wanted them to see it as God taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And so definitely don't rush out of the place you are. Let God really do something in your heart and help you get to a place of freedom and appreciation and gratefulness mm-hmm. before um, before things might change. And maybe things won't ever change. I can't say it either way, but it's moving into a place of having a little bit more financially has been sweeter knowing that we entered it with a grateful heart and attitude for where we were before. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And we have one more before we wrap up this little mini series. Um, And we'd love to hear from you guys through Facebook, Instagram. If you have not joined our community page, 
you need to head to our Instagram or Facebook and you will find a link there. Otherwise, it's just facebook.com slash groups slash a mess nonetheless community. It's just that. <laughs> it's just that. It's just as simple as that. <laughs> but if you join Facebook groups, it's all facebook.com slash groups. And our yes. slash is a mess yes. nonetheless community. Yes, so, exactly. All right, you guys. All right. Have Thanks for day. being here, you guys. Bye. You might feel that your life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess nonetheless. That's the name of our podcast.